everyone. You're listening to Ed Young Radio, Ed Pastors Fellowship Church, and we want to thank you for listening with us. These next few minutes together can change your life, and you can always hear more by visiting edyoung.com. Enjoy the message. This past week, as some of you know, if you follow us on social media, Lisa's mother passed away, and we did her funeral in Columbia, South Carolina. She was like a second mom to me, an amazing lady, just a, a true woman who had this dynamic relationship with Christ. Well, after the funeral, some of us were gathered together, and you know, usually you, you eat some food and things. People are kind enough to bring things over, and we had a meal at the church, which was okay, and I sort of skimmed, uh, uh, sort of ate just a little bit of the food because I was thinking, we need to get some South Carolina barbecue. <laughs> now, I love barbecue. I love barbecue here. Mustard-based, I love beef, barbecue beef. In South Carolina, where I'm from, in the dirty, dirty, we call it, they have mustard-based pork barbecue. Have you ever had pork mustard-based barbecue? You're missing a treat. They do some stuff called hash where they, they put the hash on rice and it's just really, really good. Anyway, we found out about this place called Hudson's Barbecue. It was way away from where we were. I mean, at least over 30 minutes. And so I you know, put Hudson's in my map app and here we go. We're, 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 we're driving to, to Hudson's with a, with a big appetite. We're driving, 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 and I don't know if you know this about me, if you hang around here some, you do, but I have a horrible sense of direction. I mean, terrible, terrible sense of direction. So bad that I even have a tough time following Google Maps. I mean, I have a tough time even following the map app. You know, that blue line, I'll turn like, you know, 500 feet before I'm supposed to turn, and I just have some processing problems. I'm ADD, all sorts of issues. So we're driving to find Hudson's Barbecue. We're driving down what people in Columbia, South Carolina call the interstate. We call it freeway here in Texas, but interstate. I'm driving, 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 and you know, Siri's talking, and you know, Siri's pretty nice most of the time. I like her. <laughs> and we were talking though so much, I heard her say something like, exit, and I just blew past the exit. Our son EJ was with us. He's like, Dad, you missed the exit. I know, I know. That's Siri, if she would just speak up, you know, <laughs> blaming her, I'm not taking responsibility for it. <laughs> so I go, okay, we'll, we'll uh, turn around. It took forever for her to say, use the left lane and make a U-turn. I drove and drove and drove and drove and drove and finally used the left lane to make a U-turn. I made the U-turn, we drove back about 20 more minutes, found Hudson's and yes, the food was awesome. I wouldn't mind having, you know, mustard-based pork barbecue once a week, <laughs> but it's that good. How many people in here like barbecue, just straight up barbecue? Okay, yeah, yeah. It's great, isn't it? I don't know why, it just, it just really is. 
I'm, I'm talking today about making a U-turn. I'm talking today about you're going in one direction and the Holy Spirit of God says, use the left lane and take and make a U-turn. I'm talking about a subject that I don't really like to talk about. I mean, it's too convicting for me to talk about it, but I've got to because the Lord Jesus talked about it so much. And this, this subject is something that most of us sort of skip over. It's that, it's that up in your grill. It's that confrontational. What, what, am, I, what am I talking about? Repentance. I said it. Repentance. When I say the word, a lot of us, if you're like me, we, we, we sort of recoil. Repentance. When I think about repentance, you know, I'll think about the crazy guy walking around some city with the sandwich boards on. If you don't turn, you'll burn. And he's talking about Satan. And he looks like Satan, you know, those crazy eyes. Or the ubiquitous pastor slamming his fist on the pulpit as we say, repent, repent, repent. And we, we look at repentance and we think about repentance sometimes, maybe semi-annually, yet we don't really talk about it. I think most of us feel as though, well, repentance really isn't about grace. You know, we kind of think it swims against the current of grace, so we just, Skip over it to grace, forgiveness, and love and mercy, tears of joy. I want to talk about that. Repentance, I don't, I don't really want to discuss that subject. Repentance. It basically means to make a U-turn. You're going one direction, you turn and go the opposite direction. Maybe you're going south and you go north, so to speak. Repentance is a change of mind that results in a change of action. It's a change of mind that results in a change of action. You, you, you can't read the Bible for very long until you run right into <laughs> repentance. Isaiah. Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Micah, Malachi, just some of the Old Testament heavy hitters talked about the R word, let's say it, repentance. Jump to the New Testament, John the Baptist. He said, repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near, Matthew 3. Jesus. In Mark chapter one, verse 15, repent and believe the good news. Luke 5, 32, Jesus, I've not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And even the disciples, as the 12 went out, they went out and preached that people should repent. 
Repentance on the front end definitely isn't easy. You have to negotiate the hard yards, you know? But the back end of it is absolutely awesome. I, I would call repentance, this, this word that I made up years ago, it's a brutal word. It's brutal, yet it's beautiful. And I think we shy away because it's so tough and we shy away because it looks like, like an ominous rain cloud or, or it looks like this, this wall we have to climb or it looks like this, this, this giant we have to face. So, you know, I'll just skip over that. And one of the scary things that I see in our culture today in studying churches and pastors and reading books on, on different subjects, so many of us just don't really talk about it anymore. But it's one of the central themes in scripture. The word repent or repentance or words like it, they're used like 55 times in the New Testament. And in a lot of churches right now, you'll hear people talk about forgiveness, great. You'll hear people talk about grace, that's wonderful. Mercy and God's plan for your life. All those things are true. They're amazing. They're awesome. We have to talk though about repentance. What is repentance anyway? Well, it's a change of mind that results in a change of action. It's doing a 180. It's listening to what Siri said, use the left lane to make a U-turn. That's what the Holy Spirit tells you and me to do. But let me throw out several statements about repentance because we, we really need to understand this because this can sort of be a, a breakthrough in every area of our life. It's sort of like that passcode that certain people have in your business or corporation and, and they can use that passcode to get into anything, any device, whatever. It's, it, it, it's like that. That's how powerful repentance is. First of all, and, and you can just write this down in your, in your mind or, or, or use a, a pen or even, even a pencil or your fingers as you're tapping on the glass screen. Repentance, here's the first statement, repentance is commanded. That's sort of interesting, isn't it? It's commanded by God. The Bible tells us in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 17, verse 30, in the past, God overlooked such ignorance. But now he commands. Isn't that interesting? God's commanding it. He commands all people everywhere to repent. I'm a why guy. I love to ask why. I like to ask questions. Anyway, why... God, repentance. Let's just start there. Why? Repentance is necessary because of sin. That's why God commands it. The wages of sin, Scripture says, is death. Anytime you see death mentioned in Scripture, it has to do with separation. The wages of sin is death. 
We are natural born sinners. We're separated from God because of sin. This past January the 19th, our daughter suddenly and tragically passed away. There's separation from this dimension to where she is in heaven. Like Elva, Lisa's mom, when she passed away, there's separation. The wages of sin is death. God saw this dilemma, and of course he did something we know about the glorious gospel. He sent Jesus Christ, and I'm gonna talk about this over the next several weeks, to, to bridge the gap, right? To make up the distance by dying on the cross for all of our sins, rising again, thereby offering us eternal life. If we, check this out, confess our sins, 1 John 1, 9, turn from our sins, repentance, the bridge is, is in effect, the distance has been bridged, the separation now is, is life. It's, it's, there's this, this oneness because of the grace and mercy of Christ. So initially, initially, we have to repent to become a follower of Christ. That's our salvation. We repent. It's not just one and done, though. We, we're, we're going one way, and we admit the obvious to God, confession. Confession means I agree with God. Again, I'll say 1 John 1, 9. We turn, and that is repentance, and then we receive grace, forgiveness, mercy, and we live forever with Jesus. Do you understand that? That is how someone is rescued, someone is saved. Maybe you're here today and you've never made that decision. You can repent and come to Christ. So on the other end of repentance, forgiveness and cleansing and a clear conscience and all of those other supernatural things. All right, many of us here are believers. You might be at one of our prison campuses and you're like, okay, I'm a believer. You might be in Florida. You might be watching uh, somewhere online. Our sanctification, that means once we're believers, our sanctification also should include repentance. In other words, repentance should be at the top of your playlist and mine, it should be on repeat. So I'm saved and I have to have that initial act of repentance as I walk and talk and obey the Lord, I should have and live a life of repentance. Does that, does that make sense to everyone? So, so they're, 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 they're two different, um, I guess I shouldn't, I guess I should say options. They're two different options when it comes to repentance and God commands us to do so. Sin, in your life and mine, causes consequences. Have you found that out? I have, okay. When I sin, I deal with the consequences. And what I want God to do, and this is wrong, God, just change my consequences. <laughs> I don't wanna mess with the sin, but just change the consequences. Well, God says, Ed, start with the cause. Start 
with sin. God commands it in your life and mine because he has the best in store for us. Here's another statement. Repentance is to be communicated. Repentance is to be communicated. Luke chapter 24, 47. And that repentance for the forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations. So it should be communicated. And as I tell people all the time, if you have a problem, again, with what I'm saying, I'm just simply saying what Jesus said. That's what I'm doing. So if you have an issue with repentance, take it up with Jesus. But please merge me into the call because I wanna hear you go back and forth with him <laughs> over this topic. <laughs> so to me, it's to be communicated. And one of the great things about Fellowship Church is that you know we believe the Bible, we're under the authority of the Word of God. And you can look back in our three decades of history and we've preached, I believe, when I say preached, I'm talking about from worship to back in the day, we did dramas and short film, we do that now, all sorts of things. We have always talked about the R word, which is repentance. Because I, I know one day that those of us who lead here are gonna be held accountable by God himself. And I don't want God to ask me about repentance and I don't wanna say, well, you know, I did talk about mercy a lot. And I talked about grace, and I talked about I'm sorry, I'm talking about forgiveness, and I talked about your great plan. And well, he's gonna say, great, but how about repentance? And I'm, I'm just happy as a leader here at Fellowship Church to go, you know what? We believe and we preach the doctrine of salvation and the doctrine of repentance, which is, it's not, it's not really cool. And you know, there's this big worship movement going on. You know, I'm, I'm old enough now, you can see different movements within the church. I love the worship movement. I think we have some of the greatest worship leaders. I mean, Derek Bonneau and his, his, his team and the, the songs that we're writing and, and just the, the whole vibe of worship, knowing that worship is what we do corporately and also is what we do every single day that we live our lives. And, and Derek and I have had conversations about this before and other worship leaders here at Fellowship Church will, will, will say this. It's, it's like, okay, you've got worship and it's so tempting in the worship movement just to, to surf off of those emotions, shedding tears and lifting our hands, which that's part of worship. I'm not... I'm not downplaying that at all. And, and, and we, we, we sing at the top of our lungs, many of us, some don't, many of us do. We're worshiping God. We're, we're giving glory to God. That's what it means to worship. One of the weaknesses though of the worship movement, and this is worldwide, is it has is, it is become and it can become such a hype job that we forget about maybe what, what true worship is. It's not just what we do corporately, but it's what we do when we're living our lives. It's confession, it's repentance, it's walking in obedience. And I'm glad our leaders understand that. 
Here's something else, another statement I'll just throw out. Repentance is connected. There's a, there's a great connection when it comes to re, repentance. We, we can't have repentance without faith, and we can't have faith without repentance. Repentance is a gift from God. Let me say that again. Repentance is a gift from God. So is faith. It, it kind of sounds weird, doesn't it? And you're telling me repentance is a gift? Yes. Yes, salvation is a gift. Repentance is a gift. Grace is a gift from God. And he wants us to use it. He commands it. I mean, he's like strongly suggesting it, right? He wants us to communicate it. We don't do it perfectly, but I believe we've done it faithfully. And also it's connected. In Acts chapter 11, verse 18, when the others heard this, they stopped objecting and began praising God. They said, we can see that God has also given the Gentiles the privilege of repenting of their sins, a gift, and receiving eternal life. So again, we have the initial act of repentance, that's salvation, and then we have this ongoing sanctification as we have repeat at the top of our playlist on repeat. That's how we do life. So we're constantly listening to the Holy Spirit of God. We're constantly, as Christ's followers, going, wow, was that the Holy Spirit? Use the left lane to make a U-turn. Because many times in your life, in mine, what do we do? We blow by exit after exit after exit. It's like, you know, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do, and we don't really repent. Here's what the Apostle Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10. I mean, he, the Apostle Paul just, I mean, he breaks it down. Godly sorrow, Paul says, brings repentance that leads to salvation. It leaves no regret. But worldly sorrow brings, there's the word again, death. Here's what I do. I mean, I kind of have an aversion to repentance. So I'll go, I'm sorry. Uh, that was a miscommunication. Uh, I just misjudged that. I, I take responsibility for it. My bad. All those things, I mean, it's, it's good to say those things, but that's not the totality of repentance. I can cry. You can cry. I'm sorry. <laughs> good, but that's still not necessarily repentance. The, the struggle we have too, when we see people make apologies, I gotta use air quotes. We, we, we see them and hear them all the time. Friends, those are not really apologies in the truest sense of the word. Most of those people have gotten caught and they want to shake and bake 
around those consequences. They're like, man, I don't want to lose my marriage. I don't want to lose my family. I don't want to lose my job. So I'll just say, I'm sorry. Worldly sorrow leads to death. Godly sorrow leads to life. Worldly sorrow is about me. It's narcissistic. Godly sorrow is about him. So many times my apologies, even in my marriage, are more about me, not God. Okay, I've broken Lisa's heart. She's broken my heart before. You know how marriage is. But what I need to understand is I've broken the heart of God, first of all. And then secondly, I've broken her heart, but it should break my heart because I've broken the heart of God. Repentance. Repentance. Confession is a part of it. Yes, you have to tell the truth about your condition. You have to agree with God about a specific sin. Repentance, a gift from God. I, I turn, I make that U-turn. Then I receive forgiveness. I receive grace. So, to, to break it down, confession is, I'm changing my words. Repentance is, I'm changing my way. And obedience is, I'm changing my walk. What do you need to turn away from? I mean, what do you need to to you change your course in. What? What situation? What dilemma? Because the telltale sign that you have repented, I just said it, is obedience. Doesn't mean we're perfect. The fruit of repentance is life change. It's a supernatural thing what I'm talking about. So when you're driving down the freeway of life, looking for that barbecue restaurant, you know? I'm talking about the barbecue that God has for us. And you have exit after exit after exit, opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. Siri is going where the Holy Spirit is saying, use the left lane to make a U-turn. I'm telling you, friends, you begin to make that U-turn. Just when you begin to turn, whoom, you're gonna be ambushed by God's grace, forgiveness, love, and freedom, you're gonna to go to the cause of the situation. And you'll be able to dine at his table eating his barbecue. I wanna do, do something at, at the end right now that we haven't done in a while. I'm gonna ask you just to kneel wherever you are. There's, there's enough room to kneel. I know the floor is pretty hard, but if you would kneel between the aisles, if you're physically unable, that's cool. Again, I'm talking about it all of our different environments. If you would just kneel. And we're going to have a time of, of prayer where we're going to ask the Holy Spirit of God as he has been doing this entire time to move and to deal 
in our lives. As our heads are bowed and our eyes are closed, Holy Spirit, you, you're here, we welcome you. And I ask you right now to bring up anything in my life, in the lives of these who are kneeling, that needs to be dealt with. It could be maybe lying. It could be maybe you've taken something that isn't yours. Maybe just a real spirit of envy. A critical spirit. Anger. Maybe pornography. Maybe a relationship that you know is toxic. The Holy Spirit is moving and he's just whispering to you and to me certain things, certain situations that we need to deal with. And would you agree with me right now and let's just pray and let's just confess these sins to God and repent of these sins to change our walk, to change our way as we walk in obedience. Some of us as we're walking in obedience need to sit down with someone and make amends to make things right. And if that's your case or my case, do it today. Have the conversation, send the text, the email, whatever, because there's freedom as we walk in repentance. And if there's someone here and you've never taken the initial step to repent, just ask Jesus Christ to come into your life. Just say, Lord, I admit to you, I agree with you that I'm a sinner. I turn from my sins. And when I turn from my sins, I turn to you. I turn from rejecting you to pushing you away to receiving you. Father, we thank you for this time. And we ask all these things in Christ's name, amen. Thank you for listening and thanks to all who give so generously to this ministry. It's because of you that we can continue this show and equip people with the hope of heaven. You can click the link in the description to support the show or visit edyoung.com. There you can also be resourced with bonus content for free, including a daily devotional. We also encourage you to share the message today with those around you. Thank you again for listening. God bless.